Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, Patty here, your host of the Wealth and Purpose Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. So today I want to talk about getting signs, whether it's signs from your loved ones that have crossed over or from God or source or the universe, angels, guides, wherever you want to get signs. What I'm going to share with you in this podcast is the 10 most common ways that I see people get signs and that I get signs myself. Now, I'm not actually a big believer in you know, the three best ways, the 10 most ways, blah, blah, blah. I rarely will put out copy with that kind of list bait is what I would call it. But the reason I'm going to do it here is I am finding more and more and more in the current environment that my clients, people in the receiving school, And just people I talk to in general want to know, like, is this a sign or how do I get a sign? Or I wish I could get signs because we're feeling the the tumultuous energy of the planet right now. We are in an evolution and evolution energy can be very scary. It can be very unnerving. It can feel like the ground is not uh, solid beneath your feet. And you want to know that you're on the right path. You want to know you're not alone. You want to know that there's beings on the other side that are willing to help you and guide you. Or it might be that you're just experiencing a level of grief, either because someone has recently passed or because the collective grief of our planet is bringing up your own grief. I know that that has been really intense for me, particularly for the last week. So you know, there's a lot of planetary stuff going on, retrogrades, different things happening in the solar system right now that are that's bringing up our stuff, as well as just what's going on environmentally around us. And I'm feeling it. And I really started to feel unnerved by it last week in terms of the grief of missing my mother and father was so big. It, it filled up every, it felt like it filled up every, every little space that was left inside my body was filled with grief. And when I hit those places, because grief's a journey and it comes and it goes, what I always do first and foremost, once I start to feel like that sadness that I don't have my mom and dad with me is to ask them for signs. And it's not because signs are the most important thing. It's because they're the most tangible way to find comfort when the physical person is no longer there. But they can also be so helpful when you're, you know, really feeling your heart is pulling you in one way, but your head's pulling you in another. You know, how do you know if your heart is right? How do you know if you can trust your heart? And that's a great way um, to use signs to guide you. Now, as I shared before, you know, I was a very type A practical person for most of my life. I'm like, I guess I can't even say that anymore. 
But I started leaning more into this metaphysical development work probably about 18 years ago, maybe 15 years ago. And then my gifts emerged really about 10 or 11 or 12 years ago. Um, And that's when I really started to understand that we get signs all the time. And then when my mom crossed, which was eight years ago, that's really when I start to see signs in really, really significant ways. And having talked about signs and and studied, you know, what other people have said about it and just helped clients through it, I find that there are some really common ways that our loved ones and our guides and angel and angels send us information in the physical. Now, does this mean that this is the way they're communicating with you? Absolutely not. But if you've been getting these signs, then maybe hearing me say this will help you, you know, feel more confident that that's what you've been getting. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, I had actually posted something about a sign I got. And a friend of mine from my corporate days act- actually like chimed in and said, oh, I'm so jealous. I wish I could get signs. You know, whenever I see a purple heart, I think of my grandmother. And I said, well, then you can just ask her for that sign. And probably 48 hours, maybe not even later, she was out for a walk and she saw a tree all green except for one leaf that was purple. It was that purpley color that leaves turn, you know, when they're turning fall, except this was the late spring and it was the shape of the heart. How cool is that? Like that's how quickly after she asked, her grandmother was able to respond. Before I go into these top 10, or I don't even know that they're top 10, but they're 10, they're definitely the 10 most common I see. What I want to just remind you is ask for signs. That is definitely the way that, that you start that flow going for two reasons. One, it opens up that that's what you're looking for. And so the, you know, the beings from the other side, the universe kind of conspires to make that happen. But also when you ask for something, all of a sudden your brain is programmed to look for that thing. So, you, so you're working on two levels. You're working on the energetic level and the brain science level. And you know, I'm always, I'm always trying to work on both those levels because to me, that's where most of spiritual teachings, metaphysical teachings, law of attraction teachings that talk about attraction, you know, whether you want to attract money or love or support or signs from the universe, a lot of the attraction work tends to fail because it ignores the power that the brain has in this experience. So combining those, you know, combining the metaphysical practices with the practical brain science work is what tends to amplify the effect of it. So um, in no particular order, by the way, I literally wrote down off the top of my head, 10, the 10 ways. And it was so funny because I was sitting here. Um, so many people have been asking me about like, you know, how to find signs. I had emailed my list a couple of weeks ago, a story. And then at the end said, you know, look, I just want to help. So please tell me what I can do. And the number one thing people asked for was, you know, show me how to love myself. And that was the topic of my blog, my podcast like two weeks ago. And then the second thing, number, you know, the second most common thing people asked for was tell me how to get signs or how to trust signs. And I think that that's, that's the, you know, the sort of like the double-edged sword of signs is a lot of times we do get them, but it's, we just don't trust them. So Part of my goal here is to really affirm for you that these are very common ways that the other side of the veil speaks to us. So if they're happening for you, you can trust them, right? 
Okay. So as I was sitting there kind of contemplating, okay, what can I offer around signs? Because I've done a couple of podcasts about getting signs before. What can I offer that was different? Immediately it popped into my head. Just give them 10 ways. (laughs) 10 ways our loved ones um, communicate with us. And I will also say beyond just this podcast, if you're listening on the day this drops on Wednesday, that I am going to be doing a training later today on how to get signs. I'm going to be going into deeper work around this and how to release some of the resistances that get in the way of getting signs. And you can find the training at www.pattylennon.com forward slash training. And I'll probably, even if you're listening to this a couple of days after, the replay will probably be available. This is not you know, a sales pitch training at all. This is just a gift that I'm creating for you, my community, because this really was the thing that I felt I could do a really solid training on and give that gift back based on what people were looking for. So if this is something important to you, definitely check out that training. Even if you can't be there today for it live, uh, as long as you sign up, you will get the replay of it, the recording. And you'll if you can be there live, you'll be able to ask me questions and get, um, you know, and certainly if there's someone that wants to come through, I'm happy to, I'm happy to channel that for you. So again, in no particular order, here's 10 common ways that we get signs, guidance, and messages from our loved ones, guides, and angels. Number one, feathers. The reason this is number one on my list is because a feather just arrived today. It was crazy. I was uh, talking to someone, just telling them how much you know I was missing my parents, how this grief was so alive for me. And I hear this like kind of scraping noise, and I look down at the driveway, I'm standing at the pool and right below it is the driveway. And I look down and there's a giant turkey feather floating across the driveway, turkey hawk, or maybe it was a turkey. And I was like, oh my God, look at that giant feather. Like it was unreal. I had never seen anything like it. And so that's number one. Feathers are really common, very common for our angels to send them, common for our loved ones to send them. I I don't want to get into to the the science of it because honestly I don't know it but I suspect feathers may be so common because they are lighter so they may just be easier for the other side to manipulate and and get them in front of us. What was funny was I came inside and I'm going to share the story because I think this is a way that we get in the way and we we kind of undermine the signs that we get. I went inside and I'm going to and I said to my daughter, "You are not going to believe. Look at this giant feather I got." And she knows I've been sad about my mom and dad not being here and that I've been asking for signs. And she goes, oh, mom, that's actually a turkey feather that Auntie Maribeth gave us when we, when we went to see her for the day last week. And it was in the back of the truck and it blew out. And she said, I thought I had moved it back into the garage. So it wasn't that this you know, did truly show up like miraculously without an explanation. There was an explanation on why it was in the driveway. But here's why I know it's a sign. One, it was the feeling. It was the intense feeling like that blew across the driveway right when I was standing there to see it. And most importantly, it was the feeling I got in my body. And that, and it was just sort of this light, warm flow of energy that went through me. Now, you might get a different feeling, but it's that feeling you get when you see something or hear something 
that you can trust. So really, signs come in so many different ways, shape, or form, but it's the feeling you get when you see something that might otherwise be normal that really tells you it's a sign that your guides, guardians, angels, or loved ones are, are trying to communicate with you, which leads me to number two, and that is feelings. Very often, and I've talked about this here before, the reason a lot of people don't feel they have intuitive gifts is because they have a gift called clairsentience. And clairsentience is when you feel something. Claircognizance is when you know it. Clairvoyance, which is what we normally think of as like psychic abilities, is when you see something, a vision, or clairaudience when you hear something. But clairsentience, especially for people who tend to be attracted to my messaging, we tend to be lightworkers, healers, feelers, seekers. You know, one of our primary gifts is to feel, right? And so all of a sudden you'll get this feeling of lightness, or you'll get this feeling of ease, or you'll get this feeling that that person is next to you. That's a very typical sign. And it's so easy to second guess it. But honestly, that is really the most common, I would say, sign that I get. Meaning I might get the feeling as a result of hearing something or seeing something or just thinking of the person. It's that feeling that really is them saying, yes, I'm here with you. Or yes, it's okay to move forward. Third is dimes and or pennies. So tends to be whatever's in the family. Like the legend is like pennies from heaven or dimes from heaven. Um, But sometimes people who have no history of having that sort of myth that, you know, the loved ones communicate with us through dimes or pennies will start to see a particular coin. And we've actually had so many people cross that we, you know, love dearly. We assigned each of them their own separate coin (laughs) in our family. So my mother has dimes. My father-in-law has pennies. My dad sort of gets the pennies too, because he and my father-in-law were close friends. My aunt that crossed has quarters. And then there's just a close family friend who has nickels. I don't know why those come so commonly, maybe because they're so available in our world that they that our loved ones can put them in front of us. And again, speaking to how we, you know, those signs tend to be more fun when they end up somewhere that we just didn't we know there's no way they could have been there. I remember one time we went to our, you know, the car wash that we go to and we got the inner cleaning and this, like the inside of the car getting cleaned. And these people are so meticulous. They will literally hand me a bag with like everything in it. Like, you know, the pen cap, whatever it is. And I got in and the car was, you know, like completely cleaned and empty. And then I had been drinking a bottle of water and I put the water into the cup holder. And when we got to the next destination and I picked up the water bottle, there was a dime there. I mean, that's like so magical when stuff like that happens. But there was neither a story that really even felt more special to me, even though I could explain how the dimes got there because it had to do with shifting the heart of another person. So... After my mom died on one particularly really, really, really challenging day, I was missing her so much and I forget what I was going through, but it was hard. I had said to her, look, you better do something better than a dime. 
okay, I am missing you. I need to feel you here and now. Like this needs to be big. Like this needs to be me not missing it at all. Like this sign has to be in my face, special, spectacular. Show me you're here. And I got home and my little son, who is probably seven at the time, who by the way, loves money, loves it. I mean, loves it. It does not... Very generous kid, but he loves money, just to preface this. He is sitting in the middle of our living room with his piggy bank emptied in front of him, his piggy bank that he would save all his money in, all his little change that he got. And all the money had been separated and the dimes separated out from everything else. And he's sitting there with his legs out and he just had a big smile when he saw me and he said, look, mommy, this is for you. So you know, tearing up, (laughs) thinking about all these years later. So you know, grandma is really there. She really misses you. And it was this huge pile of dimes. Now, of course, my son did it. But I know my mom. And I know she used him to give me that sign I was looking for. Those dimes and those pennies showing up miraculously, even when you can explain how they got there. It's that feeling that goes along with it that tells you it's a sign. Number four is cardinals. Cardinals tend to be uh, the red bird, you know, bright red bird tend to be uh, a sign from the other size, our loved ones. Now, there's lots of different birds that can come as signs, but cardinals are a fairly typical one. And I think. I love to use cardinals because they stand out so much. They're so vibrant and, and so clear to say. Another typical way that we get signs is through numbers or the time on a clock. So you might see a particular number over and over and over again or a certain time on the clock. And if you don't know what that particular time means, you can Google it. If it doesn't have special meaning for your family, you can Google it. There's lots of resources that tell you the meaning of different numbers, especially times on the clock. But you know, some pretty common ones are 11 or 111. And, and those typically have to do with just keep your sights set high, like keep your vision high. Try not to get pulled down by like negative thinking. 222 or 22 has to do with, don't worry, everything's working out. 33 is a master number. It's also a sign like you're, that you're guides, like especially master guides are close by and helping you work through whatever you're working through. Fours, the angels are close by. They know you're going through a tough time. Fives are about change. Sixes are about harmony. And then it goes on and on. So <laughs> I won't go through all the numbers. And, and certainly that's just off the top of my head. Google it and see what resonates for you. But it could also be, you know, if someone in your family was an athlete and they had a number on their jersey or someone always played the same number in the lotto and then you start seeing that number pop up, that's their way of letting you know that they're close. Number six is a symbol that was common in your relationship. So in your family, you know, if you were very proud of your Irish heritage and like there were always shamrocks around, it might be a shamrock. Or let's say it's your girlfriend who crossed or a sister and you always had margaritas together and you might see a margarita sign or a glass that could be a sign specifically for you. I know when um, I shared that this story here, I think last year, but when my dad crossed last year and we were just around this time having his 90th birthday party, it was supposed to be his birthday party with him there, but he had already crossed. And we decided to go ahead. We'd booked a 
a resort, you know, for all of us to go to together. We were at the resort and um, we went into the bar and I ordered a gin and tonic because that was actually a drink my dad loved. And he specifically loved the way I made it. And he would always say, I don't know why your drinks are so good. And I would say, always say to him, it's because I buy the little glass bottles of tonic that I tell you this every time you have to buy little glass bottles of tonic, open it fresh and make the gin and tonic right then. And so in that bar, it was an Irish bar. They had tonic on tap. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. The tonic is... The tonic tap is broken. And he went to the back room and he went and he got a little glass bottle of tonic. And I asked him, I said, do you normally keep those around? He's like, no, actually, we had to stock them because the tonic tap broke. So in our case, a gin and tonic specifically made with a small glass bottle of tonic is a symbol in my relationship with my dad. Seven, another seven, number seven on the list of these 10 top ways is songs. It can be a song that was just meaningful to you at some time in your life, or it can be a song that your loved one sends you right after they cross. Both my mother and father sent me songs, and the only, and I can't tell you they arrived in some special way. It was just the first time I heard them. This each song, and it was a separate song after my each of the my parents crossed. As soon as I heard the words, everything I just knew they were talking to me. And your guides and angels can use the same thing. You may be trying to make a decision, and the song comes on the radio, and the words give you exactly the advice you need. Very common sign. Number eight is strangers, and not maybe not completely strangers, but people that you wouldn't normally expect to say something that a loved one has said to you or someone randomly coming up to you and like giving you some sentence or phrase that sort of points you in the direction that you're kind of curious about. That is generally a sign that your loved ones, your guides, your angels are working through other people to help you because you're not seeing the physical signs like birds and feathers and pennies and whatever else that they've been sending you haven't you haven't seen them and so now they're actually going to use another human to tell you what you need to hear number nine is license plates and the back of trucks i think you know when you see like kind of words on the back of a truck i think because so many of us spend so much time in our cars this is just an easy way for or an easier way for our guides and guardians, angels to get messages in front of us. You could see a license plate and it might have a number. Actually, that was something that was really comforting to you. You know, something that you know is a sign that can be it. Or it could be that the license plate says something. It could be that the license plate is from a location that means something. And one time, a long time ago, I was deciding whether to take coach training. Years and years and years ago, I was getting my master's in psych. I hadn't left banking yet. And I had found that this particular coach program was the one that I wanted to take. And it was $6,000. And back then in corporate America, investing that kind of money in myself just wasn't something I did. Like now as a business owner, I do it all the time. I wouldn't think anything of a nine-month certification program that would get me on the path of doing what I need to do. But back then, it was a huge amount of money to spend on training because as a corporate person, I was just used to having all my training paid for. So I was driving to work and you know, I think I'd been contemplating, you know, should I do it? 
And I ended up looking up and right in front of me was this big tractor trailer. And I think the word said LCT. I remember licensed coach training was the program name. And so I know the initials LCT were there and then said, is definitely where you want to be. And um, it was actually an advertisement. Their, their trucking company was LCT. And so they were basically, it was an advertisement for drivers, but it was exactly what I was contemplating. Like, do I do this coach training? And literally the answer was right there. Um, and then number 10, list, last but not least, are animals, all different kinds of animals. These are This is especially the way Mother Earth can communicate with us, but lots of other beings can use them as well. And it could be a, a, you know, it could be a bug or a large animal. It's the, you know, the kind of the size of it, the commonality of it isn't really what makes it a sign. What makes it a sign is it either ends up in an unusual place, it ends up coming back over and over and over again, or it's just you see it and you just feel like, oh, this is something. There's a sign here. And the way you got to get the message for it is there's two different ways. One, you could just Google the name of the animal or the insect and then totem, T-O-T-E-M. And you'll get a few sites that will give you sort of the messages of that particular animal energy or animal medicine. Or as my friend Lynn Trotta has taught me, who is a nature-based coach and, and an expert at tracking animals is the more authentic way to do it would be to just look up what that animal or insect stands for and kind of read their habits, read what they're about, how they work through the world and just sort of drink in how could that be applied to, you know, where you are right now. You know, I know so many people are afraid of spiders well, I, I'm not, first of all, so it makes it a lot easier for me to get the sign. But I love when I see a spider and I have that feeling like this is a sign. Spiders can mean a few different things. But one of the meanings is, you know, that they, they weave their webs. And it's like, remember the power you have to create the life you want. That's always the primary message I hear. It's just a reminder. You have all the power to create your life. And with that, I will leave that message there to say you have all the power within you to get whatever signs you need. And also understand you can actually design your own sign. You can tell your loved ones specifically what you need. Like with the example of my friend earlier that I mentioned with the purple heart, she told her grandmother, purple hearts are, you know, how I think of you, send me those signs. You can ask your loved ones for any sign as crazy and interesting and out of the way you think that the sign you're asking them for is, believe me, they have the ability to to deliver it to you. What I will say is once you ask for a sign, here's what it can tell you 100%. The sign has been delivered. If you're not seeing it, it's because you're missing it, not because it hasn't been delivered. And I'll give you one last story on that. Last year when my dad passed away, my brother asked for a sign from him but he didn't tell me what the sign was. And I brought my daughter up to um, go hang out with him and his wife for the week. And after I left, he said, you're not going to believe it. Dad sent me the sign through your daughter, through Katie. And I said, what was the sign? Because he sent me a picture and it was they were in Boston and it was among some buildings. And on the back of the, behind them was a building 
filled with graffiti. They had been on a graffiti hunt that was all beautiful flowers. And he said, I asked dad to send me flowers, to give me flowers. And my um, daughter, when they, when they had walked past it, she said, oh, look, they've given us flowers. She specifically said those words. And that's why my brother knew that that was my dad sending him that sign. Well, here's the funny thing. Not 24 hours earlier, when I had dropped off my daughter and we had taken a walk to go grab a coffee and you know just kind of stretch my legs because I drove up there and was driving back home... The weirdest thing, we passed a florist and I was like, oh my goodness, I want to go in there. I went in there and I bought him flowers for like really no good reason. And I handed them to him. But he had no recollection of that. He did not see me doing that. So I can tell you that so often I have watched people get signs and totally miss them. And all I could say is, Your loved ones don't do a one and done. Your guides and angels don't do a one and done. They don't give up just because you don't see the sign. They actually work harder and harder and harder. And so if you've asked for the sign and you're not seeing it, here's the advice I give. Tell them, hey, thank you for the sign. I'm sure you've sent it. I'm sorry that I'm blocking seeing it. Can you make it more obvious, please? Can you help me see it? Lift my resistance. And That will help you clear the resistance you have to actually seeing the signs. I've done this with many, many clients, and I promise you, the sign does eventually come. So I truly hope that this was helpful for you. I hope you enjoyed this. And I know there's a chance that you're struggling right now. I do know that. And, you know, romantically, economically, mentally, emotionally, physically, in some way, you might be struggling. And if you need a sign, ask for it your beings will deliver it because they love you. They want you to feel them close and they want you to succeed. And again, if you want to join us for that training later today, go to pattylinden.com forward slash training and I will see you then. Have a beautiful day. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people. And it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.